We're back with another episode of Mommy Wines with your favorite wine mom, Emma Dawn. Tune in while she shares her motherhood experiences, introduces you to motivational and empowering special guests, and sips away your sins in the Mommy Wines Confessional. Mom life can sometimes get lonely and overwhelming, so she created this relatable, inclusive, and supportive space for us to be ourselves. Let loose, enjoy a glass of wine, and laugh. Get ready for today's episode. Here's Emma. Hey, wine moms. I am proud to say and celebrate that One Hope Wines has reached over $6 million in donations. One Hope's award-winning wines are made by some of the most acclaimed winemakers in the industry. Blending traditional winemaking methods with modern techniques, each exquisite bottle becomes a catalyst for change. One Hope's commitment to high-quality wine is just as important as their commitment to the causes they support. Through the sale of every bottle, One Hope has donated over $6 million to impactful causes around the world. They have built a school in Guatemala, funded over 19,000 days of clinical trials for breast cancer research, planted an entire forest in Indonesia, provided over 3 million meals for children in need, and found over 80 thousand pets forever homes if you're going to sip then sip with purpose onehopewines.com backslash my shop backslash mommy wines and if you have a cause that you would like to support send me a message on instagram i would love to host a wine fundraiser with you check out the link in the show notes below Hi, wine moms, and welcome back to another episode of the Mommy Wines Podcast. On the show today, I am so excited to introduce you to Lauren Venna. She is a children's book author, a book that describes just the realities of motherhood. And if you have been listening to the show for a while, then you know that's what we are all about here at the Mommy Wines Podcast. Real, raw, relatable moms. So without further ado, here is Lauren Venna. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. There we go. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> good. So sorry about being late. I honestly, I have no good excuse. You shouldn't. <laughs> I, I have um, been doing like the pickup, like the grocery pickup. Yeah. And they gave me paper towels instead of toilet paper. And I didn't realize it until I ran out of toilet paper and I had to go open the new thing. So my son's dad comes to pick him up because I do all these recordings when he's gone. Yeah. For obvious reasons. And and my door's locked right now for obvious reasons. (laughs) So I'm like, yes, I have an hour until my recording. I can go run to the store real quick. The only thing I bought was toilet paper, ran back into my car. And I, I feel like an idiot, like leaving the store with just toilet paper, but I'm like, whatever, it's fine. Um, and then I, by the way, this is the only time you can just run in the store with just toilet paper. (laughs) I know I'd be leaving with like popsicles, fruit snacks. Yeah. So sorry about being late. I like just misread my calendar, I guess. 
no, it was fine. I'm sitting there and I'm like, hmm, a couple minutes, whatever. And then I ended up like just drinking. So I'm just oh. like, okay. That's <laughs> so. That's I fine. mess up. I'm like, should I just be like drink? I don't know. Like maybe I think there is a time. Like I think we definitely, you know, it says five o'clock, but I was like, it's fine. Just double check. Cause then if I, if it was an hour in, I'd be like, hi. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I know. So, well, yeah, thank you so much. I actually, I posted, um, a story on my Instagram and I put a little question box. Oh, oh perfect. Yeah. Yes. So, I reposted. I was very excited about that. I, I, I don't know why I'm just like sitting here this morning. My son wanted to make cookies and I'm sitting there like waiting for the cookies to come out. And I'm like, man, I should like start letting people know who's coming on the podcast so I made these little stories of everyone I'm recording with this weekend and I put in a, a question box and I'm like, Oh, right. nobody ever like puts questions in the box. Like nobody right. does my polls, like whatever. <laughs> I'll put it there if like people want to do it, but like nobody ever does. And it's so frustrating because I want people to do it. Of course. And I looked at my phone when I was um, at a red light on my way home here yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. There's questions. So let me move it. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Yeah, I was so excited because I like looked at it when I was like sitting at a red light because there's one red light in my in my town pretty much. Um, oh and is it an hour long? Too? It's an hour long because it's like a a highway technically that yeah. I'm getting onto, but it's like some back desert country road. It's not a high, like a legit highway, but it is like an hour long. Those are the worst, especially if you're like, it's like 4 a.m. or where there's like no other car. But yeah, you still, it's a five minute, you know, and I don't know if it still works. I don't know if this is when I was a kid, but you flash your lights if it's at nighttime. Really? <laughs> even a thing. Oh my God. So I remember when I got my, like when I was a teenager and driving and if you go to a red light at nighttime and you flash your lights, it does. I don't even think this works. Maybe it's like a superstitious thing or what, but you flash your lights and the light changes. I still think it does work. Try that Ooh. next time at night and see if it works. And you let me know. I'm and if not, try it. and a cop pulls you over because he's like, "Why are you <laughs> like are your lights?" I almost got pulled over, you like rushing say, back here. Yeah. As you're just beating your lights, you can say a crazy mom in Jersey told you. So <laughs> that's what uh, they yeah. do. In People throw me under the bus all the time because, unfortunately, <laughs> podcasting isn't my full time job yet. So I still run my financial practice. We do like bookkeeping yeah. and payroll. And, uh, yeah, I tell my clients all the time, like when their employees are starting to whine and complain about something or whatever, I'm like, dude, just, just blame it on me. So I'm so used to being thrown under the bus. Like, I'm glad I have you now to be like, Hey, she, I'm that person. she told me <laughs> flashing the lights. So you driving down. There's the crazy lady again. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like I ever leave my house after like five o'clock, but if I do, I'm going to try it. Well, you know, I'm, cause I don't want you to think I have this like amazing, crazy life that I'm like out at 4am because let's not <laughs> pretend that as actually happening, um, but I'm a makeup artist. I know, you know, that is one that's in my book and that's my, you know, I always say like my job for 20 years of, you know, I always say mom, makeup artist, and then author, since this is my new thing, but I have weddings that I have to be there sometimes at 4am, you know, if they are getting married really early and there's a big wedding party. So that is the only time that I'm ever 
up and out that early. I am not a gym like morning person Ugh. and I'm not like grocery store or, or like, no. So if it's, if I'm up at 4am, I'm in my pajamas and I can't sleep and I'm like on the TV. Yeah. Have you been looking for the right opportunity to finally leave behind your daunting nine to five and live that laptop lifestyle you've been dreaming of? No, no, no. This isn't another get rich quick scheme or some MLM. What I'm talking about here is bookkeeping. And yes, you heard me right. Bookkeeping. Bookkeeping is how I am able to live my life without choosing between a career and my son and how I am living and working around a schedule that's best for our lives, not someone else or office hours. Bookkeeping is one of the oldest administrative positions around, making this not only a common and respected career choice, but with today's technology and cloud-based programs, a position that's in demand and able to be done from anywhere. Bookkeeping is perfect for parents who want or need to work from home, military spouses who have no idea where they're going to be next, college students. If you're studying finance, why not get real on-the-job experience now? Retirees and frequent travelers. Maybe you don't want to carry around a lot of inventory or you don't want to do any heavy lifting. This is perfect. You can work wherever you're connected. Basically, anyone who wishes to leave behind the chains of a cubicle, go ahead and check out edjconsultinggroup.com. My home bookkeeping masterclass is available under the resources page, but if you would like to join my team of remote bookkeepers, check out the My Team page at edjconsultinggroup.com. We've been back and forth binge watching Outlander. I don't know if you've seen it or not. You I have should. not seen that one now. You got to watch just, it. Okay. I, that's that what I've been list. doing. That's what I've been it doing. Is. Like I used to pretty much go to bed with my son. He would like tuck me in and then crawl into bed. Cause we've been unfortunately co-sleeping for four and a half years now. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I had um, it with my first. <laughs> so he's like, he, I tucked him in for so long. About mm-hmm. a year ago, he started tucking me in. And at the time I was like, oh, that's fine. Cause he was taking a nap during the day. And like, so we right. both go to bed at like nine, nine 30. Um, and it was like, no big deal. But now he's like quit taking his naps. So I'm now that mom that puts her kid to bed at seven. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, what do I freaking do? <laughs> it's seven o'clock and I have no oh idea what to do with my life. Like, so I started watching TV because yes. uh, we're also in a pandemic. So like, there's nothing yeah. to do anyway. Oh, but... to do. <laughs> so yep. I've been binge watching TV and Outlander is one of those shows that I like, I feel like I suffered withdrawals when I yes. like, had to go to bed or cause it's not a show like, for one kids. More. One more. Yeah. yeah. Like, so it's been like one, one o'clock. There was one time I stayed up until two 30 in the morning and I haven't done that since I was like at a bar in my twenties. And moms and moms can't like I don't know maybe some moms can like I physically cannot stay up past a certain time and function the next day. I did that. I did Bridgerton oh, no. till I did a. That I watched it in one. two days, but I stayed up till four a.m. 
And the next day, I mean, my kids are virtual. So we're doing the school homeschooled, but you still have to be, they need help and you have to go in. I was like, so the day starts at 7 a.m. I was like, what? I, I felt that I'm like, am I sick? <laughs> like what? I Three hours sleep, I can't function. I'm like, am oh I my sick? God, what? I'm gonna, I'm dying right now. Like this is not, and my husband who only, his job is just crazy. He works 12 hour shifts and he has commute. He usually like functions on four to five hours of sleep. I need a good like 10 hours. <laughs> I need like an eight to 10. He's like, you, I'm like, oh my God, what's happening? He's like, why are you binge watching? I'm like, I just needed one more episode. I was hurting for four days. Like I need recovery. It's like a hangover. Oh, worse. It was worse (laughs) than a hangover. I mean, of course I've been, I mean, that's not, I really thought it was worse than a hangover. Really? I couldn't. Yes. I couldn't function. I need sleep. Yeah. Like everything. I I remember. Oh Yeah. But I, my daughter, when she gave up naps, um, that was, I was like, the world's coming to an end. I mean, <laughs> it's I a devastating a time. Napper. Devastating. Yeah. He yeah. used to nap kind of like the same. He was like two at the least, most of the time, like two and a half to three and a half hours in the middle of the day. Oh, and I know, I know. I forget like I'm like still adjusting like I have a tear coming down my cheek right now like I have a legit tear come it's such a beautiful thing yeah well I run my own business and luckily it's something I can do on the computer I which is great because so many of my friends who were like like you like a physical business that they ran like they ran a bar or a bakery or they had a service that they provided but it was an in-person they suffered really bad during the pandemic. And me, I'm like living my best life during pandemic. Um, like now everyone who's like, oh my God, like let's hang out. I'm like, sorry, Mm-mm. it's a pandemic. We're in a panorama. It's a pandemic. Can't talk to you. It's a pandemic. Like, <laughs> oh my God, it's amazing. Like, yeah, I, uh, I never so have to like blame my kid. I use the, oh, I'm such an introvert. Yeah. If it wasn't for this podcast, yeah. I would never talk to anybody. But when it comes to leaving my house, I would be like, oh, sorry. Yeah, Milo's sick or something. But now, now it's like he doesn't have pneumonia every other day. It's, <laughs> sorry, sorry, COVID. It's the COVID. Um, sorry, yeah. COVID. <laughs> it's funny. Like, and I'm the opposite of you. I'm like, I need to be up, but I also need that sound. Like, I, I think because of my job, I'm always out and about, but I also need that all right, bring it in. And now I need my own space with my family. When I say my own, because I mean, what, do we ever as a mom get time to ourselves? <laughs> so I also- Not need until my, my kids started going to bed at seven. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, so that's what I wanted to tell you. Like my, I have, my kids are 11 and nine now. Now my kids don't go to sleep. Now it's like they're at a level where I'm at where I have the total opposite of you where my daughter's like, it's midnight. I'm just not tired. I'm like, oh my God, what, this is a whole different, like, no, 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 no. Oh yeah. Yeah. With your kids being That's, older, what it, like, what is a sleep schedule? They don't have to wake up and go to school in the morning. So, well, no. So we try to do something. It's like 10 o'clock, but that's 10 o'clock is crazy for bed. Like, I'm just like, that's still so late weekends. It's we're a big movie, like family. Like we're just, you know, so weekends I'm like, we do a movie. You could stay up. We do popcorn and that kind of thing. So I'm like 11 o'clock weekends. But weekdays, you have to be in bed by 10 o'clock, but they'll still come down. I'm not tired. I don't want, you know, or oh, I, it's like that real when they're like, she's like, what are you doing? 
I'm trying yes. to get drunk and watch murder mysteries. <laughs> I love I feel you. That. I feel that. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, I missed the times and it's like in the crib, like done out, you know? So now it's totally different now. Yeah. Oh I mean, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like right. this whole thing has just been such an adjustment uh, because then it was like the first initial shock of everything. Like, oh my God, you can't leave your house. And luckily at that time, March of last year, I was living in Salt Lake City, which I think is why my um, calendar is messed up too, because I'm now Pacific time instead of mountain time. Um, But I had like Instacart, I had DoorDash, you know, Mm -hmm. we were literally like living our best life. Like, yeah, loving it. Um, and then I worked, um, with a, like at a hockey team, it was like the Maverick center. It's like a huge event center in Salt Lake. Um, so I would just take my son to work with me because being a bookkeeper, like I had an office in the back. Um, and then it was like, oh, you can go do things now. Just wear a mask. And we're like, well, um, uh, yeah, we're do, like, we're really comfortable not doing things. <laughs> uh, yeah, of course. And then like it kind of fully opened for a moment and okay, then yeah. it kind of came back down and I'm like, every mm-hmm. time it's like parenting COVID is like parenting. Mm-hmm. Every time you adjust to one phase, they freaking switch it up on you. <laughs> That's so, I haven't heard anybody say that. And that is so true. That is, I compare, I was on, um, hardcore bed rest with my daughter. And I always tell people, and I was on there like from, I did IVF with her. So I was on from like eight days knowing I was pregnant. I was on full bed rest, meaning I could go in the shower for three and a half minutes and get right back in bed. Oh my <laughs> God. She came out at 32 weeks. So I said, I lived quarantine being pregnant with my daughter. I mean, that was really it. I was stuck. You're in like my a bed. pro at quarantine. <laughs> I mean, I was eating everything. It was like, Almost where, except I didn't wear a mask because I was in my bedroom, but I didn't leave. I, didn't <laughs> I mean, I had the blankets over my head half the time, but like, besides not being able to drink alcohol, like I was eating everything oh. in sight and just living it. But it was almost to that, that point of just, and binge watching everything. I mean, I binge watched everything, but, um, the only outcome at the end of that, I had like a beautiful baby, you know, I don't know what the end of COVID is. <laughs> And that's not happening at the end of this. You so, didn't get um, COVID, but you got a beautiful baby. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. There's not really an outcome out of this. But I will say, like, my silver lining is that, you know, before this, I worked every single weekend and I never had family time. And at least this, I mean, the sad thing is at work is that so many of my jobs at makeup has gotten canceled or postponed and that kind of thing. I have all this weekend and all this family time and stuff that, you know, as a mom, yes, we want to be like, Oh my God, give me a minute. Cause I never have a minute to myself. Like never, I've never had so much company in the shower and bathroom. Like I always had it before, but now it's like a party. Um, But, and I have no time with my husband. Cause like you said, we had that summer for like a little bit. We got to do outdoor dining and now we're fully like, you know, indoors again. But, um, yeah, I, I feel you with that a lot. It's just, yeah. So that's why, like, thank God for this. I know. <laughs> my, my I, could, I couldn't imagine going. So one of the sponsors of the show is One Hope. And it's like a wine delivery. Like you order it online and it shows up at your door. And oh I'm my like. my God, that's incredible. 
you know, and it's like the jazz. Well, they do. So I'm in, I'm in Nevada. I'm in like the mountain desert, whatever of Nevada, like mind country, um, just middle of nowhere, loving it. But one of the things I do love is that I'm so close to California without being in California that like, it's like I order it and two days later it's at my door. Oh my God. That's a blessing. Jersey might be like four or five days, but like two days, two freaking days. And I'm like, now, and living in Utah, I couldn't get anything delivered. And with my podcast growing, it's one of the reasons I had to move, um, on top of not liking living in Utah. Like I like, um, wine and I like restaurants and I like, (laughs) like living a normal, just adult functioning life. So Utah wasn't my thing. Uh, (laughs) biggest mistake ever. Um, but yeah, like now I can get wine delivered to my door and I'm like, okay, seriously, like, I feel like with the vaccines coming out, COVID is going to be over soon. And please like, like I kind of, I don't know. I'm one of like maybe the 2% of people that's going to be a little bit disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to be like, it's all right. Let's just stay in a little bit more. I have wine. Listen, you have, I will make a trip and hang out with you. It's okay. As long, my thing is I'm good staying in. I just need people again. So once, like you said, we're all that, like we're vaccinated. We're good. I will come over. We'll hang out. We'll drink. That's my thing. If I, you know, I could come in my pajamas. Like I'm just living. I'm so yes. my, my waist is afraid to put on jeans again. I had to put I had a book signing and I had to put on like pants without an elastic. And my body was like, really though? Like you really want to go there today? Like, I, I gave up jeans that. cold turkey. Cold oh, yeah. turkey when I had Milo. I was like, nope, because I had a C-section. And yeah, I had it myself. It mm. hurt. Like I don't know. Like it felt. I feel fine now. I can wear jeans now. I'm yes. fine. But like afterwards, um, it was so like, I felt like somebody was stabbing me even like a year later wearing jeans. It's like that sensitivity. It was awful. Very odd and miserable. So I gave them up cold. sneezing after a C-section is like the worst thing in the world. I remember I sneezed (laughs) after and I was like, well, this is how I'm going to die today. (laughs) This is the worst thing. Or not to be gross going to the bathroom. I was like, well, today's the day I'm going to die. It's the day. Uh, nobody tells you that stuff. Nobody does. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, I love this podcast. Yeah. As many of you know, finance is my profession. When I'm not here laughing, sipping, and chatting with all of you. I have over a decade of financial industry experience. And financial wellness is such a passion of mine. Like many things in the world, finances tend to look a little differently for women, even in today's generation. Webull has simplified the stock market and investing game with an easy-to-navigate, zero-commission platform that has free real-time quotes, multi-platform accessibility, 24-7 online help, and extended trading hours. If you're looking to increase your financial portfolio and set up your retirement IRA and start investing in yourself Click the link in the show notes below to receive two free stocks on me. Like, I'm kind of with you on that. Like, if I'm going to go somewhere, it either needs to be a fully functioning planned event or a okay. hangout with like one, maybe two people, comfortable clothes, casual, wine, ha- required. 
Um, yes. And yeah, I'm like anything in the middle. I'm like, mm, no, the COVID. <laughs> yeah, so that is a hundred percent. One thing I missed and I cannot wait my best friend. So my husband works nights. So works like two weeks, days, two weeks, nights kind of thing. So she would come over when he used to work on nights and it would be when our kids were sleeping and we'd go in like full pajamas and we would watch either a movie or a show that we both were watching. Oh, fun. Veg out, eat like everything, bottle of wine or whatever we were drinking. And I mean like veg out where we were like so disgusted in what we were eating. We'd <laughs> high five because it was just amazing and nobody had to judge, you know, like it was just awesome. <laughs> it was the greatest, like my favorite thing ever, you know, no makeup. We sometimes did like a math thing on, you know, ourselves because yeah, I love that just some kind of beauty feature. I mean, we're eating like cheese out of like the container, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but I miss that. Like, that's my, you know, and then there's things for events and work. I'd had to be all dressed up and, you know, glammed. But at the end, you're taking your spanks off and your feet hurt because of the shoes. So it's so yeah. much fun. I love being glammed up. But oh my God, if I could go for like a full, like, veggie out sweatpants and like no glam and just sitting with my best friend and watching my like show, you know, I miss that. Can't wait for that. See, so, that, is, I, that is like goals. If I'm going to do anything, that is what I want to do. I need to, f- yes. my friend here in town, we just recently met, but it's one of those connections where you're like, okay, like we're best friends now. Like you're stuck with me for the rest of your life. Uh, <laughs> um, like, and then you're like, how did I not know you 20 years ago? Right? Like you met them yeah. and you're like, how are you not? Yeah. I, I like, it, it's incredible. Uh, <laughs> Like, uh, so we're like, just, we're, we're best friends now. And I'm like, okay, well, like, this is gonna, this is our life. This is our life now. Um, we're living it cohesively. (laughs) Yes. Um, and that's what we're doing. And I'm like, yes, finally. Like, cause I used to get dressed up and I used to go to like business events and networking and, um, like meeting with clients and I used to be in corporate finance before I like left. Cause that's, you want to shoot yourself in the face every single day. Um, <laughs> yeah, and sure. I thought like, I thought that's what I wanted. Like I thought like, Oh, okay. Like the next promotion or like, if I got this job, I would be happy. And really what I found, and a lot of people have said that they found this during COVID, but I started doing it a little bit before COVID. COVID was just like my safety comfort blanket. Um, (laughs) Is I want to be more, I'm like, I'm surprisingly a creative person. I I never thought that because I was always in corporate finance and working in the financial industry. Um, But now I'm like, oh, like, well, this is who I am. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to, I can dig it. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And you're right. A lot of people are finding that during COVID. They're like, oh, I never knew I could do this or I wanted to do that. And it's, yeah, that's amazing. So that brings me to some of the questions yeah. that we got asked on Instagram. Let me go over here. I love doing these on Zoom. You're my first Zoom, um, my first Zoom podcast. Ooh, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, my well, so my podcast platform is Anchor, and I love them because they distribute it to all platforms like Apple, yeah. Google, whatever. Uh, and it's super great. 
but I've noticed that the recording feature can kind of get a little funky Mm. and it's like a phone call. It's not like a video. Right. right. So I feel like seeing you, cause I used to do these in person, um, yeah. which was like super fun. And I was like, cool. Of like, course. awesome. Um, and then obviously like COVID, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> like the name of the freaking uh, podcast yeah. episode, what we, what we love about COVID. Um, yeah. uh, kind of happened. And then I was like, okay, well I had a podcast co-host for a while and she was like, you know, with her three kids, three, four, three kids and mine, like, it was like so hard for us to continuously get together. Um, of course. and we both ran businesses. She ran permanent cosmetics. Right. I ran my financial practice and it was like, oh my God, like it, it, just got impossible. And she brought it up. She's like, how can we record like remotely? Like if I could sit on my couch and you could sit on your couch, wouldn't that be awesome? And (laughs) I was like, yeah, that would be awesome. Um, but we couldn't figure it out. And because of that, um, and because of like, there were so many, because we were both in Utah, there were so many business opportunities for us, but we would have to travel um, either to like Napa or something. And with us being like, I can do it because I know my schedule and I can set it for myself, but like trying to get two moms and two families and two businesses and two schedules to like, it it was so hard. And then COVID happened. And then anchor sent me this email that was like, Oh, we've revamped our remote recording. And I was like, wait, what you had this. Um, (laughs) So then I just started doing all of my podcast remote, whether they were like my neighbor or not. Cause right. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't have to go anywhere. Yeah. I don't, I don't have to put pants You're on. Loving I, this. You are loving this. <laughs> I went to the store to get toilet paper. So at least, you know, I have pants on this time, but. But she took them off. But oh. that Zoom, you have no idea what's the waist down. <laughs> ah, she got pants on. <laughs> so yeah. And then it, it just like, I don't know. I just kind of took it solo and it's been great and remote recording, but you're my first zoom and I'm kind of loving it. Cause it's such a yeah. easier. It is. It's a little personal too, right? Yeah, like it's a little personal stage, but yeah. and I can use my yeah. phone to do things like ask questions on Instagram. Stories. Right. So Love if you're it. not following the mommy wines podcast on Instagram, then you're missing out. Follow <laughs> <laughs> Better get on that. <laughs> So the first question I see here is, did you self-publish? Okay. First of all, let's talk about your book Um, because I love it. I see it in the background. It's so cute. Yes. My big one. I'll put up close too. So you could say, just put it all over. Get it all over. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So it's called my mom, the best mom ever. Um, And pretty much like the whole, I don't know if you want to, know how I decided, I don't know about your question. So I don't know if you want me to give you a little blurb about it or how I wrote it or just because some of them might be answered when I- One of them was what inspired you to write a book? Okay, so this is a perfect question. So um, as I told you, I'm a makeup artist for 20 years and a mom and um, I'm definitely not the perfect mom. Saying that is that I I can't cook. (laughs) Uh, My hubby is is the main cook and I- uh, do a lot of things that are not, if you, I think as moms, we always think we have to 
do things a certain way, or we like look at ourselves and we judge ourselves a certain way. And I remember, um, not my best friend, I have two best friends. I have the best friend that I met when my, I told you about my daughter and going through, you know, she was born at 32 weeks. She also was born with some health issues. She's perfectly fine now, but, um, we were, you know, she was, she was born creamy. And then we had to go to a lot of specialty doctors. And I actually met a mom when she was a month old. And I'm telling the story for a certain reason, but, um, I looked at this woman and she had a infant baby. She looked at me. We didn't even meet each other. I didn't say hi. We just caught eyes. And there was something about her. I went to the nurse or the reception and I said, um, can I have that lady's number? And she's like, uh, HIPAA? No. <laughs> so I said, okay, that's fine. I, I get it. I'm sorry. I'm not like a crazy lady. This is my name and number. Please give this to her because I was walking in to go to the doctor and she was still sitting there. She ended up calling me. We talked for seven hours. She <gasps> is my best friend. Oh my she God. is my sister. We talk every day. We've been through every life experience. Our daughters are two months apart. Um, she's one of are they best friends? They are. They talk. Well, now she lives 45 minutes away. So somebody who I can't even, we probably physically see each other once or twice a year. Um, we FaceTime all the time and the daughters FaceTime all the time. Um, but this is someone, when you think as a mom, you're not doing the right things and stuff like that. And you always have that one mom friend that's like, it's okay. And she's very different from me. We're very opposite, you know, but when I always tell mom, like get on a mom group or like, you know, you do these like mommy play dates and stuff like that. You just always feel, I think even personally, I went through postpartum and a bunch of other stuff, you know, like I'm the worst mom ever, or like, oh, I can't believe I did that today. But with my kids in our house, it's always funny. It's always laughter and it's always craziness. So even when I do have those downtimes, I always try to turn it around, you know? Aww. So yeah. there was one morning that was like a really bad morning. Like I know his mom's like, you kind of like, Oh, that was a mom fail. Like I ended up <laughs> waking up late. I burnt the waffles, frozen waffles. I, um, you know, like in school, they have theme days, like it's spirit week. So they had to wear a yellow shirt, but oh, the night yeah. before, Oh yeah. The night before I was doing the wash and I forgot to transfer in the dryer. So now <laughs> I'm like, well, orange is close to yellow. Here we go. <laughs> like, they wanted the goldfish and I didn't, I packed the Doritos instead. And like they, the favorite, you know, I don't know. I'm trying to think of the cup. I gave them the wrong cup. Like everything was going wrong. It was, you know, I'm going out to the bus stop, by the way, still in my pajamas. Cause I don't get myself dressed for them for the bus stop. I'm in two different shoes. It was just like the morning of like how, like it was crazy. And I'm screaming, brush your teeth, you're gonna miss the bus, bah, 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 bah. And as I'm walking <laughs> them out to the bus stop, my hair standing straight up, mascara running down my face from the night before, no bra on, the dog's leash is wrapped around me, like total hot mess. My son runs back to me as my daughter's waving, love you, mommy, have the best day. And my son runs, gives me like the biggest hug and kiss. Like, you know, when you feel the hug and you're just like, okay, like all is good. And I came back in the house and it just showed I could just do like, like it could have been the worst morning. And I yelled at them and they just love me because I'm their mommy. Aww. And I kept on like thinking about these moments that we feel sometimes like, oh man, like I burnt dinner or, oh, I didn't like do that. Okay. And like, we're so hard on ourselves sometimes. And none of that matters because we're their mommies and 
that's all that matters, you know, because we love them. I give them unconditional love. They know how much I love them. I mean, like, I'm not going to spare you with all like the love, love details. I know you're about to make me cry. (laughs) I'm sorry. And I don't want to do that. We're going to get to the vibe. No, I'm not going to do that. So I ended up writing. I ended up in the next couple of weeks, just writing as like funny things. I wanted to write to my kids. Like my mom is the best mom ever. She makes the best homemade frozen waffles and she's the best performer <laughs> with steps on a Lego and doing these funny things. And I ended up making a story. So I said to them, guys, sit down. Mommy has a story to read you. So I wrote them this story and it wasn't the full story in the book, but somewhat of it. And Chloe starts laughing and she's like, that is so funny. You have to make it a real book. So my friends could read it. And my son who's a little more sensitive starts getting emotional. And he's like, but you are the best mommy ever. And I was like, oh, bud. So then I'm like, could this be a book? So I read it to my husband, who always kind of tells me straight when I have these like crazy ideas. <laughs> He'll be like, oh, your own work. And um, he was like, you need to make this a book. Like you, I tell you all the time, like this is, this can relate to every single mom. There's no mom out there that thinks she's perfect. And if there's one out of a million, that's her. But every oh my single God, mom they're all like, living in Utah. <laughs> I swear to God, they're all living in Utah. And I, but even like, so I have a friend who's type A, like very, like, like absolutely does everything by the, I mean, she never is a hot mess, right? COVID happened. She goes, and she obviously, she bought my book. She goes, Lauren, I've never related so much to this book in my life. I go, what? You've never walked to a grocery store without makeup on. She goes, oh no, oh no, this is, so I feel like if you weren't before COVID happened and you definitely, that will change anybody, you know? I feel like COVID was like the punch in the face every, keeping up with the Joneses housewife, perfect Uh, mom needed. Yeah. (laughs) Because like, hello. Like that Eminem song, like slap back to reality. Here you go. Here's your reality. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. A hundred percent. And you can tell who those moms were because they're all the ones who were just like suffering in COVID. Yes. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. The Fetching Barker is owned and operated by Milo, my four-year-old son, an inspiration behind all that I do, Zeppelin, our rescue ESA golden doodle, and myself, your wacky and adventurous wine-sipping podcast host. Shop the most fetching and eco-friendly, natural, and handcrafted dog supplies. The Fetching Barker has everything your pup needs and so much more. From toys to travel essentials, a wide line of CBD and hemp products, snacks and treats, and so much more. Shop your favorite brands like Pet Head, Becco Pets, Papilla, Petalton Pet, or find new brands that I'm sure you're going to love. Visit thefetchingbarker.com and feel good that a portion of all profits go to support global conservation efforts. That's thefetchingbarker.com. And like, I always say like, I'm not the, you'll know, I'm not the Pinterest mom. I'm not the mom that can make the cute things out of the food. And if you come for a play date, like we'll kind of, you'll have the best time, but there won't be any crafting. I'm a makeup artist. I draw on faces, not on paper. <laughs> like, but your kid will be so loved and have the best time and play with two furry animals. And we could do something what we have, but there won't be this like art, like I'm not that mom, you know what I mean? And if I have to bring a dessert to school, it will be munchkins from Dunkin' Donuts. Like I cannot make 
a Halloween gremlin out of a homie. I'm just not, I'm not creative like that. It's that's and one it's of the okay. reasons I started this podcast is so we can kind of normalize normal moms Yes, because I'm and the mom like, okay. So Milo had a play date the other day and way, I love that name. I love that name. Oh, I love it. It was a fight. His dad wanted Michael because I guess every man in his family was named Michael. And I'm like, okay, well, the fact that every man in your family was named Michael is the reason I'm not going to name my kid Michael. Like there's 27,000 kids a year being called Michael when they're born. Like, so he got to keep the initials. I got to pick the name all worked out. Um, (laughs) But the other day, my friend I was telling you about, she brought her daughter over and her and Milo are playing. And I am like the play date mom. That's like, okay, yeah. Like you can bring your kid over to my house and they can play together. That's great. I love the interaction for him, but I'm like, you're right. getting an oven pizza and a bottle of wine. <laughs> like that's, that's what you're getting. At yes. My house. yes. And, and it can't 100%. be very long. Cause I have misophonia. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. No, but okay. So I went to, let me tell you. Let's let's get into confessions because we Ooh, confess on this show. I don't know I if your it. team filled Very you in. Open. Um, no, so my I, conf- I'm a no filter. So I'm <laughs> my confession for this show is that I have misophonia. I don't talk about it a lot because it's not something that's like regularly discussed. Um, but it's an extreme sensitivity to sound. Um, I have sound okay. and light, but I think there's another name for the light part. Um, okay. So sounds. And before becoming a mom, I just avoided things that made me either irritated um, or okay. nauseous. So if you've ever heard anybody that's like, oh my God, it's like nails on a chalkboard, you know, like the cliche expression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um you know, some people don't like, they're annoyed by their spouse's chewing or, uh, they don't like the sound of dogs barking. Um, uh, things like that, like sounds that happen in everyday life. I'm, there's some that I'm extremely sensitive to. And one of those is high pitched noises. Um, And with children, that's, that's a lot. Yeah. I know. Especially, especially play dates. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Especially play dates. So I'm sitting at my friend's little girl's birthday party. Uh, She had like a couple, I think there was like six kids there. Um, And I know everyone's like, whatever, COVID. We live in the middle of nowhere. This entire town is quarantined 24-7, 365, no matter if there's COVID or not. Um, (laughs) So like, we're good, okay? Don't come at me. Um, But I took my kid. Because he's my son and if he, we homeschool and that's not a COVID thing. That's just a a thing that apparently we're doing now. I was so anti-homeschool. I was furious when daycares closed because I've always been the mom that's like, like I work, like I've been working full time all the time since I was 15 and I moved yeah. out when I was 16. So I'm like, yeah. oh, like working, it's my identity. It's what I do. Like, I, absolutely. what would I do if I didn't work? Um, so when, you know, the beginning of COVID, when daycare closed, I was like, okay, like, it's fine. It's fine. I'll make it work. 
Um, and then I was just like, you know what? It's a pandemic. He's just going to skip a year and it's going to be fine. Whatever. He's going to be like held back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like every other kid. Right. Um, I was just going to say, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. A hundred percent. But I kind of figured out a way to, if I didn't have to work, what would I do with my time? And I decided that I would want to travel and spend time with Milo and homeschool and that's what we're starting to do. We're making like little adjustments every day. Yeah. Um, but so my confession is I took him to this birthday party and I was like there, I would say about like a half hour before another kid showed up and I was like, okay, like I'm a, I'm a finance person. I'm a bookkeeper. Like Yes. If you tell me to be somewhere at like three, I'm going to be there at like two fifty. So just lie to me, yep. do me that service, lie to me and tell me that the party's not until four. <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, exactly. So I was like, I was there like, like a half hour before kids, other kids like started showing up that were coming inside the house. Cause like mm-hmm. kids would show up and then they just go like right outside. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm okay. like, great. I'm great yes. with that. Okay. It's great. 100%. <laughs> on every level. <laughs> um, yeah. On every level. Right. Like even mm-hmm. people who don't suffer with misophonia are like, yes, like I'm kicking your ass outside have a good day. Come back when the streetlights are on. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and then they started coming in the house and my son doesn't like, I, I take him to these things, but he is like, so my kid like he could yeah. give a he couldn't care less about other kids he is like living his best life with like a truck or whatever so he's like off doing his yeah. own thing and I just like I start feeling nauseous mm-hmm. and this woman looks like she keeps giving me dirty looks and I think it's because I like I I don't have any like poker face Right. Like if I, especially when you're going through a moment, absolutely. Yeah. Like if I'm irritated or if, and it's like, it's something that I can't even like control. Like what I love to be one of those people who are like, oh my, like the Kourtney Kardashian, like, oh my God, I love being pregnant. And I just like love kids so much. Yes. I would love to be that person, but like, I would have loved to have fit. Yeah. But I'm sorry, you make me nauseous. And yeah, (laughs) you make me nauseous. So like, do I, do I love taking my kid to like birthday parties and giving him those experiences? Sure. Like, am I going to continue doing that? Yeah. Am I going to suffer through it? Like a freaking person who's just dying on the inside? Absolutely. But like, so she, but like, she was like looking at me. Right. And she was just giving me like these like dirty looks. Like I must've had like resting bitch face or like, I don't know, maybe physically gagged once or twice (laughs) but look at what an amazing mom you went through because I like so I I mean I don't know if it's confession because I've said this so many times but I suffer from anxiety I've always had I mean since I was I mean like I've known about it since I was 16 but I'm sure it was way younger than that and it comes in stages um it was like really bad at 20 and then really bad at 23 and then you know in my 30s and even now like I mean hello we're in COVID so of course when you have like a virus that's killing people the anxiety perks up a little bit so oh see it um, made mine better (laughs) yeah uh well see because that's because you're in me I felt like um 
Yeah. So when I'm like inside, your whole world was coming down, but yes, like this can actually happen. And you're then Will when Smith you, and I am legend. Yes. <laughs> I love how you, you relate to movies and songs. That's an amazing quality of yours. I love it. I love it. Um, in March, when this first happened, it was the worst for me. I'm like, so this is how I'm going to go. Like, it's not, you know, this is, it's going to be, I remember when like, what was, what was the, oh my God. Oh, when the bees, remember like the hornets, like the killer hornets. I'm like, oh, COVID doesn't get me. It's going to be a freaking bug. That's it. Cause in my book, I hate bugs. I hate bugs. Those weren't even on my like, radar. People were talking about them and I'm like, okay. what? No, I'm like, that's how it's, I'm going to be outside. I'm going to get stung. And it's going to say my betrayal, like killed by a bay. Like that's going to be it. <laughs> like that. I know it's not going to be COVID. It's going to be a bay. Um, but you were there and you put yourself out there for your kid, you know, no matter what we are feeling and like, and that just knowing anxiety. I mean, I used to, when I, I mean, this is like when I was first, I don't even think I was married to Joe yet. I think we were maybe dating or engaged and I used to travel. Um, this is even before I know I was with him cause he used to go with me and I used to only go a certain, um, like spot on the parkway. I wouldn't even go over bridges and like tunnels and everything else. And I got a really big job in the city. And my mother drove with me to the city the day before, because I was like, this is before they have the navigation in the cars and stuff like that. And I was shaking going through, I'm like, I have to go the day before I have to go the day before, because I was like, what if I'm not going to know or this or that. And I remember going, you know, that day and still like I went home and I was literally hyperventilating. But I was like, oh I want to be the best makeup artist and I want to travel. And now I, you know, go everywhere. But it was, you know, and obviously therapy and stuff like that. And at certain points in medication, because, you know, but when I was pregnant and I was on bed rest, I was the anxiety and from being pregnant. And when my, my kids came, I, my biggest fear was something that was going to happen to my kids. I also had a miscarriage at 14 weeks. So that triggered that right before my, that was my first, my miscarriage, but I always had a fear something was going to happen to my kids. That's one of my biggest, biggest, biggest fears. So it's always like something could happen. Something could happen. You know? Oh, I get that. I had two miscarriages. I was diagnosed with PCOS and I was also told I was never going to have kids before I, I was pregnant I with Milo. Yeah. Um, and he's my one and only. I yeah. honestly, like, because of my anxiety, I don't think I could go through that experience again because it was like all the stress during the pregnancy. And then I was it's, like, and then it was a traumatic birth experience. Co-parenting with his dad is a disaster. And then all of my postpartum, um, uh, I, I didn't have, they said I didn't have postpartum depression because I was probably the happiest I'd ever been, but I was also the most terrified because I had like moved from Cleveland, um, which a lot of people ask me because they're like, oh, yeah. you sound like an, like an East coast person. And I'm like, I don't think I have an accent. Like Ohio is known for not having an accent. Um, yeah. <laughs> but they're like, yeah. oh, you don't sound like you're from Nevada. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> But, um, <laughs> but so, um, I moved out West, like away from my, everything I'd ever known in my life, my friends, my family, right. um, to come out here. And I was so ridden with, um, postpartum anxiety. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be, I have no like 
motherly role models to look up to. I have nobody to ask questions. I'm like 1,856 miles away from my hometown. Exactly. I Google mapped it. Um, <laughs> so I was like, yeah, if I need to escape, how far away am I? <laughs> that's tough. And that's it was, I, I would make myself physically sick. I would like yes. throw up after Milo mm-hmm. went to bed and I was like, okay, these are all the things I messed up today. These are all the things mm-hmm. that could happen. This, and like my doctor prescribed me, you know how everybody, uh, do you listen to other podcasts? Uh, a couple, but not recently. I did actually before I did more people listen to more podcasts. Now I listen before COVID because now it's like nine o'clock starts kids on school and then with like work. So yeah. Yeah. Now I'm busy. I used to listen to them right? in the car. Yeah. Right. In um, the car when you drive. But Lady Gang always talks about, and they always joke about these crazy ambient experiences. And I'm like, so my doctor, because I was not sleeping. I would just chug coffee all the time. I was so anxious. I was so worried. Um, And like, because of my C-section and being a solo parent, Milo has always slept with me. So like I was constantly, anytime he made a noise, I felt like I was only half sleeping even when I was. Always. And if he would make a noise, I would check on him. Or if he would do anything, I would check on him. And then he like moved into a crib to only basically take naps because I was also breastfeeding. Um, So like he would take a nap in there and I would check on him. Like he would take, he used to be down like three naps a day when he was a baby. But I would check on him like every I'm going to give myself grace and a bumper and say 10 minutes, but like oh, yeah. he'd nap for like an hour. And I was such a wreck. My doctor prescribed me Ambien. Uh, Cause he's like, oh, you man. have to sleep. Like you can't yeah. function. And then you're you not get sleeping. If you don't sleep. Yeah. And yeah. And it was like feeding everything, me not sleeping. And I yes. took it twice. And um, the second time I, I told him, I was like, I can't take this anymore because like people who like joke and say all these like things that crazy things that happen to them on Ambien is like crazy shit happens to you on Ambien. Like, does it? Yes. I woke up outside. I hear stories. Oh my God. Did you? I would die if I woke up. I was, oh my God. I was, it was after a night of watching The Bachelor because I started watching The Bachelor after I became a mom. I felt like I didn't have the right to watch it before motherhood. So, oh, yes. oh, <laughs> so I started God, watching The Bachelor. And so it's like, I watch it on, I watch everything on Hulu. I can't do commercials. Um, so it's like a Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday night. And I'm like in my pajamas. And my ritual was to have a glass of wine uh, to yeah. have a dessert. I would always like get one yeah. of those like single serve desserts, um, oh. or like find some cool little snack and watch the bachelor. And then I would like hang out, do some work, um, and then go to bed. And for that, I was like that night I woke up and I was out like outside in my pajamas <laughs> and I'm like Just hanging out. But like just hanging out or walking, like, were you pacing? I, I, I was standing up. But were you asleep? But like you just woke up and you're outside. Yeah, I woke up. I was standing up outside. Oh my god! I used to sleepwalk as a kid, and my parents, I they like the neighbor found me ringing their doorbell. So my, I used to sleepwalk as a kid too, yeah. and my doctor said, 
he's like, well, that might happen, you know, because you used to sleep off. So, you know, let's give it an adjustment. And I'm like, no, I'm a single solo parent. Like I have to be like, I can't be waking up outside. (laughs) No, I'm like, sorry, I'm just going to do some CBD and drink wine. That's yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's the way to do it. Oh my God. Okay. I have to tell you a secret. Coffee is literally one of my food groups. Having my son home with me all year, expanding my practice, EDJ Consulting Group, relaunching my super fun and spooky podcast, Tales After Dark, and running our eco-friendly pet shop, The Fetching Barker, it's honestly what keeps me moving and retaining the little bit of sanity I have left. Coffee Over Cardio is my go-to lifesaver. It's owned and operated by female entrepreneur Abby Scott, and it's all carb-free, sugar-free, keto-friendly, and gluten-free. Like, seriously? It's totally guilt-free. With super fun flavors like birthday cake, cinnamon bun, French toast, vanilla hazelnut, my favorite, and so many more, you can't go wrong. Coffee Over Cardio even has all your coffee accessories like tumblers, frothers, creamers, and my must-have hydrate that you can add to coffee or water, upping the flavor and the hydration with electrolytes. Abby is seriously a genius. Get 10% off when you use code 10 Amazon and free shipping on orders over 85. Once again, that's code 10 Amazon. The link is in the show notes below. So sleepwalk as that was, so that was a fear that my kids would go outside. So I locked doors and set alarms. Oh my God. We are, of my kids. we're, um, currently looking to do more, um, like sustainable living, like off grid kind of stuff. Um, yeah. And I just found my home builder and we're doing like an A-frame cabin um wow and he said that it's it's so nice because we're doing one of those like a-frame cabin um I think they call them like picture windows or wall windows where like the whole front is windows um and I'm like okay so um (laughs) for a family that like rarely ever wears pants um (laughs) how how is this gonna work out and I guess the windows that they put in like those picture windows yeah. are um, kind of like a two-way mirror, but like, yeah, like a mirror. That's what I was thinking. Like a mirror kind of. Yeah. Thing. Like different. Um, yeah. And like, there's this new eco window, I guess, that has something on the, in like in between the panels that is supposed to help. Uh, you can connect it to like your solar if you have solar um, wow. and it like generates not as much as like a solar panel, but like, right. It also blocks like view from it outside during certain times of the day and whatever. It's like transition glasses with Ooh. solar panel. I don't know. Crazy. Um, and I'm like, okay, well, we're going to need that <laughs> because yes. we're always home and yeah, we need that. But that was like one of my things is I was like, okay, so how is security going to work? Um, because now that I'm not renting, I'm like secret service level, get this shit in order. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Because as a, 
as a renter, you can't do anything. And I've transitioned mm. states so much and I've moved, like, I've moved across country, back and forth, all this stuff. I'm like, okay, well, I'm like tired. Like I want to yeah. have my fortress because like home buying for me, isn't like the American dream. It's like, no, <laughs> I want a fortress. <laughs> Like, I don't want a squirrel coming onto my property without me knowing about it. <laughs> oh my God, I can't. It's too funny. So let's, well, actually, no, let's get into your confession and then we will finish up some okay. questions. Okay. So yeah, I don't know. I would think, oh my God, I would want to say my confession would be dealing with postpartum and anxiety, but um, a new confession, like something that... um I'm very, see, the thing is I have a no filter and I'm very open book. <laughs> so everything I've kind of really, I've, I've told most people that, um, uh, I mean, again, like I've done infertility and I, you know, um, uh, you know, after my daughter, we were really not going to have another baby. Like you said, like I was like one and done is too much. I was such a, a dis- like I was so nervous and scared with with my daughter of just something was going to happen I mean my husband actually you know the book what what to expect when you're expecting <laughs> oh yeah like the he most the famous fire- book ever he threw it in the fire pit in the fireplace he threw it because I was like oh my god I don't feel like I don't know I don't know if I I don't this didn't happen at this time it says when you're this amount you should feel this and you should do this and I'm like I'm not feeling it we went to the high-risk doctor like every other day because I was saying there was a problem with this and problem with that. Oh, I mean, me it was so crazy that at one point he's like, put the book down. I'm like, but I don't, I don't, I don't. And he literally chucked it in the fireplace that when, where we were, yeah, at our other house. But, um, it was that extreme. And, um, I got pregnant with, so Chloe was going through all these surgeries and stuff and I had PCOS, same thing. And I had all these like cramping and I had a cyst. So the doctor had to put me uh, back on the pill. And at this point, when Chloe came, we said, you know, if we really wanted a second one, we would adopt because I couldn't be pregnant again. Like it was just, I couldn't go through IVF again. I couldn't go through being pregnant again. It was just, it was really hard. You know? I couldn't even I mean, imagine doing IVF. I feel like just oh, fertility just- struggles or PCOS just alone is such yeah. a nightmare. And I think because when we did IVF and we had, we had such struggle with that, like we did IUI for a while and then we did IVF and we had the miscarriage on that. And then we had to wait again. It was like, I really, you know, like no, you know, and then after a while your insurance doesn't cover it. So not like money is everything, but it is, you know, it's a lot. Um, Oh, there's like people on YouTube and stuff that talk about it all the time about how like expensive it is. It's like, yeah, people have said it's more expensive than adoption because insurance doesn't cover it because it's kind of like a, an, um, an elective feature. Yeah, uh, of course. And it can be no matter how many cycles you do, you know? Um, so Chloe was going through all these surgeries and stuff and I was having these cramps. So the doctor put me back on the pill. And at this point I was like, well, we're not trying, you know, we might as well took the pill same time every day. I also was had so much anxiety with her surgeries. I, the doctor prescribed me Xanax and like stuff like that. So took the Xanax. I was taking for a couple of weeks or whatever it was. I don't know. And, um, we went out, we, my husband, and I had the same birthday. 
we went out. Oh, that's cute. You know, same different year, but same birthday. So we went out to like have it. And I wasn't sleeping. Like you were saying, like my, was my anxiety. I was not sleeping. And he was like, it was our birthday when, you know, we did it. We're married, whatever. <laughs> and it was, I don't know what it was around, but I, this is obviously like a month later or something. And I was like car sick feeling like roller coaster or like in like when you're driving on like a road trip. And I'm like, I think I have an inner ear infection because I feel like that feeling where I'm like car sick. And it wasn't like a stomach virus. It was that kind of feeling. So I called the doctor. I'm like, I think I have like an inner ear infection or something. He's like, we'll take a pregnancy test. We know that's not possible. One, I'm on the pill. I, I tried to have, get pregnant forever. And I'm like, all right, I pick up a pregnancy. My mom was over. So I'm like, go run and get a pregnancy test because you won't test because you won't prescribe anything until I take that. Pee on the stick. Now, when you're trying to get pregnant, you peed on many sticks, okay? <laughs> so, not like your first rodeo. And they're all come back negative when you're trying to get pregnant. I pee on the stick right away, it's positive. I'm like, well, that's weird. There's something wrong. I pee, I use the whole box and there's like three in there. They all come back positive. I tell my mom, go back and get a couple of different brands. So eight tests later, they're all positive. I call the doctor. I'm like, there's something wrong with my urine. The eight po- test $150 later. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, I think you could be pregnant. I'm like, that's physically impossible. He's like, I'm going to prescribe you a blood test. Okay. Get the blood test. I'm telling the nurse, I'm like this doctor, I got to switch doctors. He's making me get a blood test and he knows I can't get pregnant. How dare him? This is so disrespectful. But and she's like, well, maybe you're pregnant. I'm like, oh, don't get on the crazy train with him. You know, now everybody's I would crazy be you too. Here. I would be you too. <laughs> She's like, no, no, I'm not saying that. There probably is something. Yeah, she's like, there probably is something wrong with your urine. I'm like, I know that's what I'm trying to tell all you crazy people. So he calls back. He's like, yeah, and your blood is saying you're pregnant. I'm like, well, I'm not pregnant. So he's like, all right, in four weeks, come back from an ultrasound, and we'll go from there. So here they are doing, and I'm like, I'm not pregnant. Like my my husband and my mom like high fiving, and I'm like, you all are crazy. I'm not pregnant. So I go in for an ultrasound. And there's the heartbeat. And I'm like, it's PC. I have PCOS. Is it a cyst? Like, like a throbbing, a a throbbing yeah. cyst. I'm like, maybe it's like a cyst in the heartbeat. I don't know. So he's like, Lauren. Oh my <laughs> God. Like, the most extreme classic case of denial. Yeah. yeah. He actually pulled me to the office and he said to my husband, he's like, you're going to make her take some prenatal vitamins and you're going to have to get some psychological stuff in her head. Take all the wine her. out of the house. Yes. He's like, by this point, you're like 12 weeks pregnant. Like it's happening. And um, I was like, all right. And then after I'm like, I think I felt something like two weeks later and I'm like, Joe, I think I'm pregnant. He's like, you think? <laughs> and I had, you know, the thing was though, with this pregnancy, I was still so stressed with my daughter because she was still going through surgeries and stuff like that. My kids are 21 months apart. So I was still dealing with that. It almost helped in a way, not like I wasn't, I mean, I started my prenatal vitamins and that, but it took the anxiety off what was going on with my body because I was so concerned for my daughter. Now Mm. they had me on a low bed, like I couldn't lift and I couldn't do that and stuff like that. But, um, and I had to take like shots to keep them in because they didn't want me going early, like with my daughter, he came full term. So I went from having a four pound baby to an eight pound baby. He, she came natural. He came with a C-section um, and it was totally different. It was totally being, you know, like I still had, once I hit after 32 weeks, I think I was 34 weeks. I'm like, okay, I could breathe. He's not coming early. 
he's not, you know, like it was just, but I, it's very, like I always say, my daughter's like my glass baby. You know, she was my first and there was all this stuff. And sometimes she's 11 now and she's perfectly healthy and fine. And sometimes I still treat her like that. And I have to kind of get over that, you know? Um, but no, you don't, you can be, you can be a mom of a helicopter mom forever. If you want, that's your right. And it's your choice. It is. And they're both, (laughs) and you know what? They're both my miracle babies. Like I was, somebody posted today about, you know, trying to get pregnant and they can't. And like, I remember I was a young, I got married at 23 and everybody at my wedding, I was very young and everybody at my wedding either said, Oh, you're going to wait. Don't have babies forever. Or they were like, when are you getting, when are you getting pregnant? You know? And I remember waiting in the, in like the fertility doctor with people looking at me like, why are you here? You know, we tried on our own for a year and a half. And then the doctor exam, they said, there's a lot of issues with you and stuff like that. And it's like, people don't know what you're going through. You know, whether I was in my twenties, thirties or forties trying to get pregnant, it's my body. It's my experience. It's my issues. You know? And at that moment I felt broken. I felt as a mom, I wasn't even a mom yet. And I couldn't, I, I was, you know, I felt like it was my fault. So when I wrote this book, it was a funny thing to my kids. I never thought it would be where it was going to be. But when parent, like the feedback I'm getting from moms, it was like, thank you for sharing that because we all had these little moments. We all had these issues, no matter what we went through. We feel that sometimes like, am I enough? Am I doing this? Or did I do that right? And we all need to know at the end of the day, it's unconditional love, you know, like my, there's sometimes I lose my, I don't know if I'm allowed to curse, but I lose my shit. Like I do, oh. I lose. Yeah. You're on the right like show, I, honey. Okay. <laughs> like I, I sometimes I'm just like, I, I can, and I get frustrated and I'm like, what did I, why, why the hell did I go there? You know, but I'm also, a, oh, I'm a woman. I'm a mom. I You're like, a real person. Exactly. And You're a human okay. being with real emotions, with real daily struggles, you know, Yes. With everything. Yeah. Like you're yes. allowed to lose your shit and get irritated. Of course. It was, of course. Fu- it was funny. Cause at that birthday party, we were all talking about, um, like going out to eat. And for a second, we were all kind of conversating about going out to eat. And I was like, Oh my God, like that was one thing that we love to do. Like Milo and I always used to love to like, even just get ice cream once a week, you know, like he's like, first of all, like we only have each other, especially being this far away from home. So we do everything together. We used to shop together. We used to go out to eat together. We used to go get ice cream together, you know, take a stroll through the park together. It was me and him always. Um, And that's one of the things we miss. And I was making this joke, even though it's true, um, about how we used to go and get Mexican food because it's our favorite. Um, Us too. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, good. It's like yeah. the, it's the best. It's, it's the, the greatest. Best. It's the best. Chips, the best. salsa, margaritas, yeah. a cup of yeah. tacos, enchiladas. It's delicious. Um, and living out here in the West, it's like from Ohio to Nevada, it's, we, we have like one in five, <laughs> like restaurants uh, in Nevada are yeah. not Mexican. Yeah. So it's like, we have an endless supply of enchiladas out here. And, um, I made this joke about how Milo um, always orders. He's like taking on this 
random man role. And it's so weird because I'm a single mom. I work, I am like all about female empowerment, like do your thing, girl, like whatever. Um, so the fact that he like naturally picked this up is really funny, but he likes to order for us. And when the waitress comes over, he's like, okay, um, mommy wants a pink drink blended, uh, (laughs) with an extra shot of clear tequila. And I want a pink drink blended, but a virgin. I can't have any tequila. Oh my God. That's the best. That is hilarious. And that's, oh, that's yeah. exactly how he tells the waitress. And oh my God. so I shared this little antidote of <laughs> our history, you know, um, going out to eat and you know, the good old days. Yeah. <laughs> and that same mom that g- gave me like those weird looks was like, Oh my God. Like, what kind of person um are you like I'm like really into Jesus and CrossFit and um I love the two mixed together Jesus (laughs) and CrossFit oh my god I'm dying I lift weights for Jesus and so (laughs) but it's fine I was raised Irish Catholic so it's fine like I love Jesus too just like I don't have a boner as big as you do for him I'm Jewish, so I only do the CrossFit, but I'm all for the Jesus thing. <laughs> like, she kept like looking over at me and it's like the most weird thing, oh God, but I'm like, crazy. okay. Um, so I'm, I'm in this like mommy group, right? And uh, that joke uh, did not land. So moving <laughs> on, like, it's like the most uncomfortable thing. Cause like you said, like moms put so much guilt and pressure yes. on themselves. Mm. And I'm like, I left this birthday party. Not only I threw up twice That's on the way home hurts. and she lives <gasps> oh. a mile and a half away from my house. So not only did I like uh, successfully hold in all of my barf throughout this entire birthday party. Um, for the sake of my kid. Uh, but like, so we get in the car and we're driving home and I, at night, I always move the mirror down. Um, one, because I'm sensitive to light. So if anybody comes behind me with their headlights, but also because Milo likes to see me, um, he's for some reason, like he's fine during the day, but like the rear view mirror has to be down at night when we're driving because he likes to see me. And he's like, mommy, you going to be sick. You go, you're going to be sick, huh? And I was like, maybe stop talking about yeah. it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Separate Shut it up. up. Yeah. And I have migraine. So I know that light thing because oh. if I get a migraine and I have a light, like. So I do you move your rear view mirror yes. down? Especially yeah. if I'm driving and I get it. I have to, I've actually at nighttime have drove with sunglasses on. Oh, and it's sound and light sensitivity. It's extremely dangerous, but you have to do what you got to do. It is. Yeah. Are you a fan of the Mommy Wines podcast? Well, of course you are, or you wouldn't be hearing this right now. One of the best ways to support the show you love, besides obviously tuning in every Wine Wednesday for new episodes, is shopping the Mommy Wines merch store on teespring.com. This is where you'll find all of the Mommy Wines branded goodness, mugs to hold your coffee over cardio morning java, iPhone and Samsung cases, 
premium ultra soft hoodies perfect for upcoming cooler months, and of course flowy tees and tanks flattering on every mommy out there. Go shop the Mommy Wine storefront on teespring.com and make sure to use code WINEMOM for free shipping. So the second question is, how did you find an illustrator for your book? So that's through. So I know the first question was if I'm self-published or. Oh yeah. The first question. Yeah. Was, did you self-publish or did you have a publisher? And the second one was, how did you find an illustrator? So I'm not self-published. I had a publisher inspired girl books. So the reason why I answered that, because that goes with the second question and they found my illustrator, but the illustrator because when I when I eventually went to going through the process of this book so like I said I could draw on faces and not on paper at all and when I actually read it to the kids I had like stick figures (laughs) it's really funny I had a stick figure with like hair going out like crazy to draw like my crazy curly hair yeah when you said that I was like oh she had to get an illustrator (laughs) if she she does makeup and not draw Right. And like my, I, the biggest thing was, you know, when you find the illustrator, they do like the first, the main character is me. So you kind of, you're like, okay, so I need a hot mess mom, (laughs) crazy Jersey, curly hair, bags under the eyes, messy clothes. And like, we went through probably 60 something illustrators for example. I mean, some were like, some were so scary, like a villain. I was like, okay, I don't want to scare the children. We want to make them laugh. <laughs> I want like comedy Disney. Like I want, and it was just like, literally like, Rawr! and I'm like, no, 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 it's just scary. It's just scary. Like my daughter would be <laughs> it's like a horror but, author. Yeah. There's so many different ways, but they have all these different companies they work for and they were just reaching out, reaching out. And then finally, when that first sample came back and I was like, oh my God, that's it. And you know, I won, um, I almost settled on the one before this. Um, and she said to me, she's like, don't settle. And cause I was getting so frustrated. I'm like, it's 60 something. How is it? And like, it was in my head what I wanted, but I couldn't get it out on paper. Cause I'm not a, I, you know, I don't draw. Um, yeah. And when she, the illustrator I picked at the company, I was like, oh my God, that's it. And then they had to draw the rest of the family and um, it was perfect. Oh, I see it in the background. It looks so cute. Yeah, it's really, I mean, it's so, and I based my kids a little younger um, because my, one of just, I love this memory of my son. He was missing his two front teeth for like almost (laughs) three years. Oh my God. came out way too early. (laughs) And I just, I want, he used to have like really spiky hair and no two front teeth. And he talked like this and it was just, I love that memory. And um, so I based them a little bit younger in the book. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. I might have to reach out to your publisher because yeah, I was planning on self-publishing um, a series of books, but my children's books, um, you're, you, I feel like deal with the realities of mom life, which yes. is like the cutest thing. I love that. I'm going to have to buy it and read it to Milo. So he doesn't Yay. think I'm like some POS bomb. Um, <laughs> And I, I will show you, and I will send you a signed copy. I'm going to send you one um, because I love to do that with people. Like, wait, I want to send you. Oh, cute. This I love having authors on. Pages. Oh, that's cute. That? <laughs> <laughs> that's cute. You're the yeah, second author I've had on the show. And um, before you was the real mom queen. She was mm-hmm. this Texas beauty pageant woman 
who got married and became yeah. a mom and was trying to navigate just having this picture perfect image in her head of being right. beautiful, having the best body, um, being this picture perfect woman, because I, pageant right. life does that to you, obviously. Um, and then kind of redesigning that into her life as a mom. Um, and she sent me her book and when we build our house, I'm going to have this whole, um, like library wall and that's going to be the new background of the show. I'm I love like, it. My first zoom. Yeah. So right now it's my kitchen cause I'm sitting at my table. Um, <laughs> but it's going to be the it, new background. So it's going to have all of my favorite books. And if you know, the books that I write for Milo and everything, and then all of his kids books and the books that I'm reading at the time. So yeah. yeah, but I've been working on this whole series of children's books that are geared towards um, helping kids understand real life struggles like um, foster care, addiction, alcoholism, Love. Yeah. Uh, bullying, um, single parenthood, yeah, stuff like that. And I have them for the most part, like written. And I have like the same thing that you said, the idea in my head of like, okay, like this one, I want to be like kittens. And I have the whole vision of everything in my head, but I feel like finding an illustrator is so hard. I was going to go to Fiverr, but I didn't even think about reaching out to publishers. Yeah. And there's a lot, like I even, there was somebody that was amazing on, um, even like going through like Etsy, like that kind of stuff, finding like someone like that, they just weren't available. So mm -hmm. there were some people that they weren't like all bad, don't get me wrong, but their just availability was not, mm. there was one that was incredible and she actually works for Disney and she had to take on a project. She was like, I'm obsessed with your book. I love it. I loved her image. She was in my price point and she took on a job with Disney. Oh, so bummer. like, it would have, yeah. Well, good for yeah, her though. So. Disney's kind I of know. I was like, yeah. I've had um, Hulu all these years, but I just uh, registered my Disney Plus and I haven't I seen my kid in like two days. It's, it's like Disney Plus Whatever. is the greatest thing. <laughs> I always say, everybody's like, what saved you during COVID? I'm like, well, um, social distancing, mass, alcohol, and Disney Plus. I mean, <laughs> not what in that order, do? but you know. <laughs> I can't believe I... I've been getting these emails from Hulu um, and they're like, we just oh, got Hulu. We just we, got it. Oh, I've had Hulu forever. And it they're wasn't like, like available. Well, they're like, hello, like sign up for ESPN, sign up for Disney plus it's free. And they're like, hello, hello, hello. Like you're not doing it. What is wrong with you? So I signed up for it last week and Milo has his little tablet and he comes in and he's like, Oh my God, mom. I was like, yeah. And he's like, I just watched this awesome movie. Have you ever seen Hercules? And I'm like, yeah, it was it released in 1992. I was your age. Yeah. I've seen but it. I, <laughs> and he's I like, say, that's one of my favorite Disney movies. So the fact that he said that, really? I love your song. yeah, it is one of my favorite Disney movies. He's come to me like three times. He's like, Oh my God, mom. And he, he, like, I never kept I language. Go the distance. <laughs> yeah. I've never kept language from him. I've never been one of those people who's like, oh, watch your mouth. There's a baby present because it had, like, I've always known it's going to be me and him. So like, he's yeah. not going to have like 
family to offend or like whatever. So I'm like, okay, well, if my kid is one, his first word was shit. And I have a video on my Facebook of him and he keeps kicking the leg of a chair because he said it after he stubbed his toe. So he keeps well, he kicking- used it in good content. He used yeah. it right. You know, he, yeah. He was like just starting to walk and he stubbed his toe. So he's holding onto this chair and he's like, shit, 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 shit. And he's kicking the chair as he's doing it. And um, it's the funniest thing. It's on my Facebook, which I don't use anymore. So if any of you want to yeah. find the video, like, I don't know. You might have to wait like six months for me to accept your friend request. Um, <laughs> but it's like, it's just him saying shit. And he comes out and like, he's done it like three different times. He's like, oh my God, mom, did you know that there's genies? He's like, I just watched Aladdin. Have you ever seen it? And I was like, yes, I've seen it. Like, you don't Aww. even know. This oh was my like gosh. my jam when I was like three, four. We went on a whole Marvel and Disney like marathon when COVID first hit. Like we had to watch all the Marvels in order and then all the Disney's in order. <laughs> we're big Disney freaks though. Like we, we actually go to, we're big like hardcore Disney and Marvel. I never was. And then when I became a like no. Instagram mom, like when my podcast started, all of these people started following and they were like yeah. in their bios, they were like, Oh, um, you know, Disney mom, Disney obsessed. And I'm like, who the hell is like this? What is wrong with these people? They're 30 fucking years old and they're obsessed with Cinderella. And now I'm like, Oh my, do you want to watch Hercules again? I'm like, well, that's what I said. My husband and I, we never, I said, we're not going to be those Disney people. We're not going to drink the juice. Like we're not, we're not going to have it like the snow you. globes around the house. We're totally not doing that. Drink the so juice. So we took the kids to Disney. Yeah. We're, we're, we're like five years ago. We're going to, we said, we're going to do Disney. We're going to do it big. Cause we're never going again. Who spends this much money at Disney? So we said, here it is guys. Enjoy it. We're going big. Cause you're never going to be here again. So, like the second day we were there. I'm like, God damn it. I love Disney. <laughs> it's magical. <laughs> I think it's because like every year growing up, I had like those puffy VHSs, like the puffy covers. Um, And I would just watch them over and over and over again. And now that there's Disney plus, I'm like, okay, well, okay, fine. Whatever. I'm 31 and I freaking love Jasmine. Like, don't come at me. Like, this is my life now. I I do love my daughter because at least my daughter is like, you know, not to get all crazy about the thing where the prince has to rescue her, but she, her thing out of it, she goes, I love how all the Disney movies, how the princess could talk to the animals and like the animals all talk to them. But like, if I was going to be a Disney princess, oh, I love that I could talk to thing. all the animals. So I'm like, that's why I love you. The fact that you have no thing that the prince is going to save you. The fact that you could talk to the animals and this is why you're my child. Milo wants <laughs> to be a princess. He like wants to yeah. be Snow White. And because, or like Cinderella, like he wants to be a princess and he's like, and he has all of his stuffed animals. Like I've never bought him dolls because he's a boy and whatever, like gender. Yeah. whatever. So I've I've just never bought him dolls and he has all of these stuffed animals um, of just like random things. Like we went to the aquarium or we went to build a bear. Stuffed animals everywhere. Yeah. So yeah, it just like accumulated, right? Oh, it's like so it's much. like they multiply every time like, you turn your head. So, yeah. 
<laughs> so he's been like using them for the past like few months as like his babies. Yeah. Like, he loves yeah. them. Like he cares for them. And now that we have Disney plus, he's like, Oh my God, mom. He's like, I'm just like snow white. And I'm like, don't tell me that because I'm releasing a new segment on my show where it's like fairy tales. They're called bedtimes, yeah. but it's fairy tales, but like raunchy, like adult version of fairy tales. Yes. Um, I love it. Oh <laughs> so my God. I love it. The first one I'm doing is Snow White and I'm like, oh my God, kid, like you can't like, I feel like Beauty and the Beast yes. is going to be the one that's coming first because yes. I was in the middle of oh. writing Snow White's tale. And that's hilarious. And yeah, he's like, Mom, I'm just like Snow White. And I'm like, Don't tell me that right now. Don't. Because I just pictured Snow White doing all kinds of raunchy ass shit. Okay. <laughs> you need to go. <laughs> oh, I had to tell you a story though, real quick. Totally off subject, but it reminded me when your son told the waitress what you wanted to drink. Oh, because yeah. this cracked me up. So this was, that. yeah, this was, I think a couple years ago. So every time we were big beer drinkers. So as you notice, like I call in my book, I talk about mama juice because when they were little and I would have my alcohol, I would say, Oh, mom's going to have her mama juice, you know, like me too. not give a name, whatever I'm drinking. <laughs> so, um, we are very big beer drinkers and we like craft beer. We go to breweries and every time we do a trip, we always stop at like a brewery. So it was, I think, two summers ago, we did Disney, we did Hershey Park, we had Adventure, we put a pool in, it was like a really amazing summer. These kids did like such incredible things, right? Um, and I'm telling you all this for a reason. So, <laughs> you know, back to school, the teachers always say, like, talk about your summer and like oh, what you yeah. did and everything else. But when we did all these things, like I said, we stop and go to all these breweries. Now, breweries now do awesome things for like families and kids. They have like big Jenga things and like all these whatever. But again, you did Disney, you did Hershey. There's all these other things, put a pool in. And <laughs> my son decided to do, oh, my husband also grows because he brews his own beer. So he grows his own hops for beer. Oh, fun. So, yeah. So we have a huge vegetable garden as well. You name a vegetable, we have it. Okay. Um, and he also grows hops. So my son decided to say, I had the best summer. I went to five breweries. I did this. <laughs> brewery. I did that. My parents love drinking beer and blah, 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 blah. And we have all the hops in the world. I go, so he brings us home and I go, you didn't, you didn't want to mention Disney. You didn't want to mention her. You just, there's none of that. You just mentioned the, like, so we're just an alcoholic fam. Like that's, that's what your summer, is. like, that's all you did this summer. Like, really? So I emailed the teacher and I'm like, by the way, we just didn't go to breweries this summer. We went here, we went here. She goes, no, no problem. She goes, it's fine. She goes, and really cool about the hops thing. I'm like, oh my gosh, you think I'm an alcoholic. I was like, really? That's hilarious. So it made me think of that just it's like uh, you know like I, I can't but I, I guess he had fun at it because he wanted to write a whole essay on it but yeah see mm -hmm. we have been planning this trip to um Solving and Sonoma Valley my son is obsessed with trains and in our town is an Amtrak depot so I was wow. like okay so if we take an Amtrak into Sonoma Valley um, it drops us off in like the town of Solving, which is like the Dutch wine town. And I'm like, oh, cool. Wow. Like, that's awesome. We'll just like rent like a cool car, like a Jeep Wrangler or something. Yeah. And 
have the weekend and then come back on the train and he's going to love it. I'm going to be, you know, wine drunk the whole time. It's going to be fine. (laughs) And people have looked at me when I told them that this is like my mission because it was supposed to be for his birthday last year, but COVID. So, um, people are like, Oh my God, like, that's what you're going to do with your kid. Like, that's what you do on vacation is you go to wineries. And I'm like, yeah, he's going to freaking love it. He's going to have all this room. So he's somebody that like, he can't swim in a pool. He has to swim laps or he can't just run for fun. He has to run back and forth. So I'm like taking him to wine country where there's just endless rows of freaking lines. He's going to die. He's going to have a great time. (laughs) They make these all kid friendly now though. Like they're smart. A lot of them are. And before COVID, like you have the other kids there. So my kids play with other kids and then they're doing these things outside and they have these coloring draws and it's like, oh my God, when are we going back to the group, you know? (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah. A lot of that stuff is kid friendly now. And I love that. Yeah, I know. So tell everyone who's listening where they can follow you on social media, buy your book, find you online, all the good stuff. Absolutely. So um, on Instagram, makeup artist underscore LV, Facebook LV makeup artist. Um, You could also, uh, for local events, go on my website, www.moreinvenna.com. And And you're in New Jersey. I'm in New Jersey. So I'm in a lot of local stores there. But if you want to just get it anywhere, uh, Amazon, Barnes and Nobles. Yeah. Perfect. It's my mom, the best mom ever. Oh, that's cute. I love it. Our conversation was so fun. I'm I'm loving I this know. Zoom thing more and more. I feel like talk to you forever. It's crazy. I, me too. I'm like, if I didn't have to pee right now, I would not be ending this episode. I don't know so if you can tell or not, but I'm like, oh my God, no, I gotta I see pee. you wiggling, but I just thought I you were like dancing. Just, you know, dancing to, the, to your song. So- <laughs> Thanks so much for having me. Oh, thank you for being my guest. And everybody shop local if you can. Um, But if not, find her book, My Mom, The Best Mom Ever on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, etc. Perfect. Well, thank you you so much much. for coming on today. It was such a good time. Same here. (laughs) Have a good weekend. Thank you. Bye. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Mommy Wines Podcast make sure to leave a rating and review. To support the show you love, check out the exclusive branded merchandise on themommywines.com. For extra sassy, honest, and potentially controversial content, make sure to join me over on the Mommy Wines Patreon. Also, don't forget to check out the other shows on the MW Network. If you love scary stories and true crime, you'll love Tales After Dark. More shows are coming soon, so make sure to stay connected on social at Mommy Wines Podcast. And until next Wine Wednesday, mamas, parent and drink responsibly.